be saved. And when we talk about salvation, we mean being saved from damnation. Saved from damnation. So I want to let you know that it's important and you can't establish your own righteousness for salvation. You can't get there on your own. You can't be saved by your own doings in terms of I'm establishing this and this is the way it is. It has to be through Jesus Christ. Are y'all there? And I, I, I wanted to go over this scripture with you because righteousness by faith alone in Jesus Christ is the way it should be. And Paul was so concerned. Now we understand Paul's calling. We understood that he was called to the Gentiles to preach the word and to explain Jesus and the things of God to regular folk like you and I. But he still had a love for his brother, uh, fellow brothers, fellow Jews. He still had a love for Israel. So that did not negate him from saying that he wished all of Israel would be saved. Very first scripture says, brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer the God concerning them, Israel, is for their salvation. I desire prayer for our nation and our country, and even the world is for their for the world is for their salvation. I want everybody to, to be saved. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what denomination you you belong to. I don't care what sin you've committed. I want everybody to be saved. Paul was was serious about it, but there was a problem with the leaders of Israel and those who thought they knew the law. But look at this next verse. He says, I can uh, testify about them that they have zeal for God. When you see that word zeal, that means they have an enthusiasm for God. You know, we all are enthused about God, amen? But here's the clincher, but not according to knowledge. So they got an enthusiasm, but they really don't know it. And my challenge to you and your challenge to others and even for ourselves should be, we must know God. You got to know it. It's not good enough to go on what mom and them say. Ray Ray and Pook and them say. You know, we, 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 we got to know it for ourselves. I got to have an intimate relationship with the brother Parker. I got to know it. And all that he's done for me. But they were, you know, you would think that these Pharisees and these Sadducees and all of these religious leaders, Sister William, would have known Christ. They knew the word, but they had no knowledge of God because they were blinded for Jesus and their midst. And a lot of people are walking around blinded. A pastor, we they go to church. That don't mean you're saved. Got folks sitting up in church for years, ain't been saved. The problem is that we, we got to have more than a zeal. We got to have a knowledge, a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I want to drop word that we got to know him, know what he did and believe in our heart and boldly confess him and proclaim who he is wherever you go. It's like fire shut down in my bones. You can't just not say anything about it if he does anything for you. But maybe you don't know him. 
Since you have no knowledge of it, look, look what Paul says. He says, since they are ignorant of the righteousness of God and attempted to establish their own righteousness, they have not submitted to God's righteousness. Oh, my goodness. Many people try to establish their own righteousness. See? Many people go about and say, I'm right. Why? Because I, I, I did this and I did that. Those early Jewish leaders had a form of godliness, but they denied the power thereof. See, now, let, let me break this word righteousness down. When we speak about righteousness, we mean being in right standing with God. Well, I can't get in right standing with God without Jesus making it so. So now, when I go about trying to establish my own righteousness, I'm cutting Jesus out of it and trying to get directly to God. And guess what? That means I'm, I'm, I'm falling under my own self-righteousness. And it don't work. It does not work because it means I'm not submitted to God's righteousness. In the word, we're called the righteousness of God. What? We're, we're in right standing with God because of Jesus. So anytime you try to run an in round outside of Jesus, it don't work. Anytime you try to do something without Jesus, it don't work. You've got to be in Christ Jesus and he in you. Paul doesn't stop there. He says, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Since Moses writes about the, the righteousness that is from the law, not, not the one who does them, these things will live by them. And so what Paul is saying, that because of Christ, righteousness now begins and ends with Christ. You ain't got to worry about the law. Why? Because you can't keep the law. You can't. You know, they had over a hundred, hundreds of laws, Levitical laws, Mike, that, that they just couldn't keep. In fact, in order to keep them, you, if you kept them, you would be perfect. But guess what? It's not humanly possible to keep those laws. Can't do it on your own. So you got a problem. What's the problem, Pastor? I need some help. What is the answer? Jesus. Look at your neighbor and just say, Jesus. So notice he says, Moses writes about the righteousness that is from the law. The one who does these things will live by them. So in other words, I'm bound by the law. I got to do this and I got to do that. But guess what? We failed. The Pharisees failed. The Sadducees failed. They were sad, you see. <laughs> but they failed. Why? Because they're attempting to do it on their own. And I want somebody to get it in their spirit. You cannot do this on your own. You need a Savior. You need Jesus Christ to make us in right standing with the Most High God. Notice what Paul says in the sixth verse. He says, but the righteousness that comes from faith. So we believe in, in Jesus Christ. We, we, we believe through faith that he is who he says he is. Speaks like this, do not say in your heart who will go up to heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will go down into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. Now I want you to know something. When you are operating by righteousness by faith, you're not worried about on some journey out of it trying to find Christ. You already know that he was crucified on the cross, buried, and on the third day he got up, he was resurrected. 
So we already understand we ain't got to be on no journey to go up or go down. We know who he is because he's in us and, and, and we're in him. We ain't got to worry about that. We ain't got to say that. Paul Hill was saying, see, they have a, they're on a journey. Those religious self-righteous folk on a journey to find Christ. And they, all they have to do is look. He's right in their faces. All they had to do was look at that cross on God Gotham. All they had to do was look in the tomb on the third day that he got gotten out with all power. Righteousness by faith eliminates my journey because I've already found him and God has established me because of Jesus. How many of you know that you're established in Christ because, in God because of Christ? Notice. Paul says, on the contrary, what do, does it say? The message, you, the message is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. Now, we got to talk about that. That faith emanates from the heart, which is the seed of everything. And then when it's truly in your heart, you boldly proclaim it comes out of your mouth. Are you out there? Notice Paul says, now, this is the message of faith that we proclaim. He says, if you confess with your mouth, look at somebody say, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, on the surface, that seems pretty simple, though. But I'm not talking about just paying lip service. I'm not talking about just confessing something, okay? You know, yeah, I believe, and, and, and no, that don't get it. We're talking about having a saving faith. Let me break it down. First of all, it's mental. And what do I mean by that? That the mind, your brain, understands the gospel and the truth about God. I understand that he died from the sin. I understood, I understand that he shed his blood for me. And then the second part is emotional. What do you mean by that, Pastor? We embrace the truthfulness of those facts. With sorrow over sin and joy over God's mercy and grace. In other words, I understand when I think about that cross, all he's done, and he's delivered me from sin. I thank God, and, and, and it, it brings the sorrow what he did on the cross. But then I thank God for, 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 for what? Salvation through Christ Jesus. I can rejoice and think about the grace of God and his mercy. But not only is it mentally emotional, but it also of the will. What do you mean by that, Pastor? Well, the sinner submits his will to God and to Christ and trusts in him alone as the only hope of salvation. Only hope. You've heard Oprah say that uh, one time, I think it, it made the rounds on YouTube and Twitter and all these accounts that there were more uh, ways to God than just Jesus. And I want somebody to know us a lie from the pits of hell that Jesus is the only way. And I want to drop a word now that genuine faith, genuine faith, real faith produces authentic obedience. And you truly believe in who he is and what he's done, you can truly be obedient. Does that make sense? See, that's what we got to, we got to be serious about this thing. You know, true faith is a, is a supernatural, a gracious gift of God. That he produces in our hearts, and it's the only means by which we can obtain and experience true righteousness. So God does, but you gotta want it. You gotta thirst, you gotta long for the things of God. 
to make it any sense. Notice, Paul says, one believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. So you truly believe. And if you truly believe now, guess what? God will say, you're right now in Jesus. How many of you want to be right in Jesus? Now the flip side of that, you're wrong outside of it. Y'all get what I'm saying? Because if you ain't in him and he ain't in you, that means there's a disconnect. Talking about righteousness by faith. Can't be self-righteous, my cousin. Notice what Paul goes on, he says, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. Seriously think about what you're saying. Seriously believe what you're saying and what the scriptures say. How many of you seriously believe and confess what Jesus has already done? I can't compromise that. I'm sponsorly set in stone on that. That's no, that's non-negotiable for me. That what he did on that cross. I'm not moving off that. I'm gonna confess it wherever I go. Are you out there? I want somebody to know that we can operate in the righteousness of God if we believe and if we are obedient. If we we want to please Him. Paul goes on and says. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame. How many of you are ashamed of the word of this glorious gospel in Jesus Christ? Not I. I'm not ashamed to confess it. I'm like Paul, for Christ I live and for Christ I surely die. God says if I confess him, if I glorify him, if I talk about Jesus, I won't be put to shame. I'm not ashamed. And because we're not ashamed, he'll not be ashamed of us. Talking about righteousness through faith, you gotta believe now, brother. And in a time like this, what's going on in Iraq? We better believe and we better be confessing. Believe what the word says. Notice. Since there is no distinction, I get this, between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses through all who call It's good to know that God now, God's plan of salvation is for everybody. I don't care what you look like, what side of the track you come from, who your neighbor is from, what school you went to. I don't care what people are saying. This word of Jesus Christ is for everybody. Everybody, I tell you. And the sad part about it is everybody's not for Jesus Christ. We know through the word that God is not a, a respecter of person. You don't care whether you're Jewish, Greek, Gentile, high school, college, no school, new school, old school. <laughs> he don't care. It's about that heart, and if you have a heart for him that boldly proclaims and confesses, you are right. I don't know about you, but I'm going to confess him and proclaim him everywhere I go. I want to tell somebody about him because time is winding down, and I want to share what he's done for me. I want to share how deep his love is for us. I want to share 
that he made me righteous when I was all wrong. I want to share that he got some great plans and rewards, rewards for all of us. I want to share that your chaos, confusion, and pain and pressure will not last always if you call on him. I want to share with somebody, Peter Mike, that if you call on the name of the Lord according to Scripture, you will be saved. Paul says in 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The King James Version says, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to tell somebody I'm a whosoever. I'm, I, I'm a nobody. I'm trying to tell everybody about somebody who can make a difference in their work life. I want somebody to know that if you can call on him, he'll do the rest. I want somebody to know he's just a call away. I want somebody to know that, that you, if you call on him, you'll have all that you need and then some. I want somebody to know that when you're walking in the highways of life, that even though it may seem perilous, he's right there with you. I want somebody to know all you have to do is just make a call. And when you make that call, he'll hear you. And he'll make all the difference in the world. I'm talking to somebody who's been walking alone, who's been dealing in their own self-righteousness. But I'm here to tell you that Christ will make you right before the master. Christ will get it right before God. And you can walk the way you need to walk and not be afraid. I'm here to tell you that you can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear for evil. Why? Because Christ, 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 Christ is with me. Righteousness by faith. I believe that he's with me. I believe that he's coming back to get me. I believe whatever I go through, this too shall pass. Not because I'm so strong and mighty, but because of who he is. Somebody needs to know today. Time is winding down. We got to get it right. The question is, are you free? On your way to heaven and glory. Or are you self-righteous? About to bust hell wide open. You have a choice. Why don't you sign up for God's army? To be God's people. To give God the glory. Let him make you right. Through Christ Jesus. And you don't have to rely on your own righteousness. Because one day, we all will have to give an account. And if we can utter the name of Jesus, I'm here to tell you of an analogy. And you picture Jesus asking us a question. How can you get in here? And you say, because of you. But if you don't know it, I want you to know that there's a place prepared for the unbelievers, the unrighteous, the wicked, the moral, the evil. But all thanks be to God, he's prepared a place for those whosoever will call on him. Anybody called on him? Anybody got an answer? Did he change the life? Did he turn that thing around? 
Please. 